give me um, hopefully everybody can hear me I'm sorry I'm having some technical problems this morning I apologize and uh, hopefully uh, you all can see me and hear me and all that good fun stuff but uh, yeah we were having some problems uh, last night trying to uh, get the um, funeral out uh, broadcast last night so I don't know if some uh, something got uh, messed up in the settings or something's going on here I want to call our IT guy and uh, find out what is going on and why this isn't going out like it's supposed to and all that good fun stuff so I appreciate your patience with me this morning and uh, sorry about the aggravation here so uh, hopefully Everybody can hear, watch, and see my pretty, beautiful face, because I sure hate for everybody to miss out on that in the mornings. Hopefully, uh, these devotions doesn't disgust anyone, and because uh, we wouldn't want that now, would we? <laughs> All right, well, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. For those who are watching online, you will be able to see the American flag, but for all those watching live on my Facebook feed, you would not be able to have that... Uh, uh, image there. So we'll go ahead and do that. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You know, I uh, really uh, tell you what, guys and gals, I, uh, I get so mad and so angry at some of the current events going on, and I know a lot of you all are upset and aggravated with it as well. Don Bongino had a video out uh, and uh, showed these two boys, of course they was white guys, oh, the evil, and uh, were at a university studying, mind their own business, sitting there studying, and on the back of one of the guy's laptops, it said, uh, police lives matters. Oh my goodness, who, you know, how horrible and disgusting uh, uh, to have a, a, a sticker on the back of one's computer uh, to say that police lives matter. Well, here comes these two African-American girls in and uh, starts berating and harassing and putting down these boys. And uh, one I, I was proud of held his own. He said, this is the least racist country. And he's right, this is the least, least racist country. And all she started going off on him. And uh, I don't get it. Uh, I honestly don't get it. I think it's a lack of education and the fact that, uh, you know, <laughs> We have more, we have income and equality in this land. We have abilities, we have resources uh, uh, that are unmatched in any other place in the world. Uh, you know, you uh, heard to sit there and say, uh, screaming at this kid uh, that, uh, that they were the least racist and mocking him. Uh, you know, I'm thinking, well, you're sitting at a university and able, the privilege to study, uh, tell me where else in the world where you would know, have that ability uh, to do that, to, to succeed, and to be anything you want despite what your color, race, or creed, or sexual orientation is. You know, I mean, I just, I'm just up to here with it, guys. I'm sick of this uh, critical race baloney, uh, this division of the races. Uh, you know, it's just instead of being united, uh, we are divided more than ever, thanks to this current administration. And uh, the Obama administration has uh, helped uh, perpetuate a lot of this. And I'm just done, man. I'm telling you, I'm just, I, I'm at the point, I'm just ready to start fighting, you know. And that, I know that doesn't sound like something a pastor should say. 
And it may not be, but I've just had, I've just had a belly full of it. And then he's talking about this crisis down at the border. I said it is far worse than people even realize that, um, that there's even uh, human feces uh, covering the ground. Yes, I know it's disgusting, and it is. I said there's even people with leprosy coming over. But here's this, all right, where they found several cases of leprosy. Here, they want to fire border agents if they don't get the stupid vaccine. Like I said, I've had the vaccine because I have severe health problems. And if you've got it, that's fine. But they're saying if they don't get it, uh, that they're going to be fired. But yet, all these illegals can come over here without a vaccine. Not a problem. Hey, spread them out across the nation. I, uh, <laughs> all these healthcare workers that are um, losing their jobs because they won't get the vaccine. It's just, I mean, all this is about is government control. And then you got that traitor Millie on uh, TV yesterday running his mouth. Some of the other generals trying to cover their backsides for the deaths and the lies that were cost uh, in uh, Afghanistan. And you know, it is, um, uh, when I was working out yesterday, I worked out over at uh, Planet Fitness trying to get this belly off of me. And uh, they had side by side CNN and Fox News. The TVs had the news on, they were literally side by side. It amazed me how when they were showing uh, the proceedings yesterday, uh, the senators of uh, questioning these generals as to what they told Biden, who, by the way, just doesn't remember nothing, which doesn't surprise me, he's a moron. But um, uh, how CNN, under their caption, it was saying uh, that, uh, oh, they told the president. And, and uh, uh, they, in other words, they were defending, in other words, they were um, uh, making the point uh, in the caption. I wish I had a, take a, a screenshot of it on my phone. But in other words, they were influencing what their viewers should be thinking versus the truth of what Fox News was saying, where it's just talking about simply what was going on. And you see that diverse uh, comparison in, in real time. And uh, so you see the Kool-Aid drinkers of CNN, why so many liberals are so ignorant and don't have a clue as to what's going on. And uh, we have a crisis not only in our border, we have a crisis in our nation. And we have a crisis of heart. And guys, I'm telling you what, it is, uh, if you don't have your hearts right with the Lord, I'm, I'm urging you today, you better get right with it. Because it's, uh, uh, I don't know what, what the future holds. Well, I know the future holds with Jesus Christ, as far as that's concerned. And he will return, and he will rapture us out of here. And uh, we got into uh, some eschatology the other day in our studies. But, uh, but as far as the future of this nation, which is not even mentioned in the Bible, uh, it is, uh, uh, yeah, Kimberly said fear plant and, and it will, they will. That's all they're doing is planting fear. We are now vulnerable. We look weak. Uh, we are open for terrorist attack. And uh, I'm surprised we haven't been attacked already. And it is, uh, it's nauseating. And it's time for men to start standing up, pushing back, and quit kowtowing to this uh, woke ideology. That's all we're seeing now is this push for this this ridiculous wokeness. I tell you, one word I hate, I hate that word inclusive. I hate it, man, because it is because it, it, it's only pandering to one to certain groups. And if you don't have a certain amount of this type of individual or that type of individual, then all of a sudden you're canceled by culture, and it's just it gets old. And I just get tired of it. So I don't know, guys and gals. It may, I don't know what it's going to take for people to rise up, but we're going to have to start doing something and push it back, and we're going to lose what we hold dear. Because once these freedoms are gone, you won't get them back. So you better uh, wake up now uh, before it's too late. But 
just a little FYI this morning in my ranting. So, but uh, uh, who all we got watching this morning? I'm trying to be very careful. So I've got this balancing up here. Uh, Miss Debbie Jackson, side, Mike Kinsley, Lisa Chris, Kimberly Hart, April Chandler. Good morning to all you wonderful people. Our Bible verse this morning is uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 10. <clears throat> Let's see here. Uh, For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Alrighty, awesome piece of, uh, of scripture this morning. You know, really, what uh, the uh, I guess the, uh, the the focal point of what Paul is getting at here is really at the heart of it is self righteousness is what we're looking at because and I, and I know we've I've been hitting on all this uh, seems like it's been coming up a lot here lately uh, is the fact that the Jews were trying to depend uh, good morning Tracy Little depend upon their own self-righteousness to get them into heaven remember we they had the Old Testament law but they misused misapplied what God intended for those Old Testament laws added to those laws and tried to it was depending upon their own righteousness to get them into heaven when you look at the uh, dictionary definition of self-righteousness, it is confidence in one's own righteousness, especially when smugly moralistic and intolerant of the opinions and behaviors of others. Biblically speaking, self-righteousness, which is related to legalism, is the idea that we can somehow generate within ourselves a righteousness that would be acceptable to God. So, you know, we have, unfortunately, a lot of self-righteous behavior in this world. And it's because that self-righteousness has pushed a lot of people away from the church, uh, from Christianity, from God. Uh, because, you know, you have people out there who have a uh, smug view of those who are different than themselves. See, you know, when my dad started Fountain Life Bible Church, you know, to find a pastor with long hair or riding a motorcycle, that was very, you know, that was unusual, almost unheard of, particularly in this, this part of the country. Now it's, you know, there's nobody thinks twice about a pastor riding a motorcycle. In fact, uh, I get a little tickled sometimes that uh, my pastor rides a bike too. I was like, well, that's good. So, but, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, I'm not making fun. I just get tickled because uh, used to, that was, you know, unheard of. But, um, uh, and so a lot of these churches, and they're still the, they exist today, think that you men have to have their hair cut over their ears and off their collar and and um, women have to wear dresses and uh, you know it's it's you know like I said it's it's getting less common today than it used to be or the fact that even when we first started the church that we had drums and guitars uh, the, the, and when I was in high school I remember literally had people saying oh my gosh you have guitars in your church you know that was that was uh, again well I guess I should say electric guitars in particular that was uh, un, uh, unheard of but that's it. You know, we see a lot of self-righteous behavior uh, even today. You know, if somebody comes into the church and, uh, uh, and I, you know, even as open and as welcome as our church is, if somebody comes in with purple hair and uh, gauged ears and tattooed, well, we might make them a deacon. You never know. But uh, still, nonetheless, whether it's our church or a lot of churches, somebody walks in and they are uh, tatted up and uh, they look uh, unlike what we consider the norm, uh, people are going to, they're going to get stares, you know, and it's like, you know, or the unwed mother. I mean, I mean they're not treated as kindly as they should. And, uh, you know, that's one thing about our church, and I, I'm not saying our church is the one that has a lot of good 
wonderful churches out there are welcoming and loving and kind and uh, and uh, wonderful people who love the Lord. So don't I'm not trying to say our church is the only one like that. But we are very welcoming despite what you look like. We don't care about that because God looks in the heart, which may actually be um, uh, the center of my message and teaching this evening. Is, uh, it's been on my mind about how God, man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. But we get a lot of this self-righteous behaviors of, well, I, I don't turn on my television. Well, that's fine. You know, if you don't, then, you know, if that's what the Lord's led you to do, then don't turn on your television because then if you do, that's going to be a sin for you. But when you're smugly looking down at someone, oh my goodness, you watch television, you know, that, that gets on my nerves, you know. I watch entirely too much TV. I, I'll admit it. I do watch too much TV. But, uh, you know, what you don't talk about, or, or see, I like the hair bands of the 80s. You know, I'm, I'm a hair band guy. I like... You know, my Def Leppard, you know, I like my White Snake, White Line, you know, I like, I like all those groups, you know, and, uh, uh, and a lot of people have gotten on me over the years about that. How dare you listen to that kind of music? I'm like, listen, God gave them their talents. The reason why we shouldn't enjoy that, however, common sense dictates if their lyrics are, are something that is blaspheming God, then obviously, yeah, that's if common sense tells you not to, to listen to that. But again, if the Lord said, I don't want you laid on my heart not to listen to that, then I'm not going to listen to it because then again, that would be a sin for me. But I can't stand this self-righteous, these people that are on their high horse and looking down upon others as if they've reached a level of spirituality and now the peons down here. So we, this happens, you know, we look in the, in the Bible and uh, God's Word talks about a very similar situation where there was a, a publican, he was very sincere of heart and very humble, and he's, he's more or less on his knees and, and, and begging God to forgive him. You know, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing in a big way, but um, the heart of it is, he's like, God, God, please forgive me, a sinner like me, a, you know, a wretch like me, which I do on a daily basis. And the Pharisee's saying, oh, please don't make me like this person over here. And I think we get a lot of that same kind of self-righteous attitude, and it turns people off from the world. However, with that said, uh, people take it to the extreme of not having a self-righteous behavior, but they're still showing a type of um, faux humility, if you will, in the fact that they are uh, saying, well, I don't judge. I, my daddy didn't judge, and so I'm not going to judge, you know, and this is, that's erroneous baloney, and, and I, I hate that as well because it is, uh, you know, when God's Word talks about judging, it's a reference to, well, one, we are to judge the same way we ourselves will be judged, but two, if someone claims to be a Christian, it's not our place to judge. If they say they're a Christian, well, that's between them and God. Now, of course, we're to be known by our fruit. If they're not producing fruit, if they're not demonstrating a lot of change, it's to be questioned. But this uh, erroneous use of judging, because God's Word tells us to judge, that, and that we will actually be judges ourselves. When, God, when Jesus sets up his millennial reign on this earth, we will be judging non-Christians, all right? So we will judge. And if where there's no judgment, we would have, we wouldn't know between right and wrong. Uh, you know, we'd have empty uh, jail cells, um, you know, so we have to judge. Now, um, in regards to that, of course, we don't go in and say, you sinner, sit down your beer, or you, you know, because, you know, that's the things that turn people off, but we can't condone, you know, the, the world preaches tolerance, but it's only tolerance for sin. You see what I'm saying? And we're not to tolerate that. And for you to sit to 
Well, I'm not to judge. Well, that's baloney because that is a sinful, wrong action, and you're not to condone it. We are to love individuals. We are to share that love with those around us, speak the truth in love. God's Word tells us to do that, but we don't compromise on the Word, and we don't condone sin. So when something's wrong, we don't sit there and give it a pass. Well, I'm not to judge. No, you sit there and say, no, that's wrong. I can't condone that. I'll be nice to you. But God's word's clear on this subject or whatever it may be that this is wrong and this can't be condoned. That's, that's the, the where we need to be at uh, in our life. Ah, there it goes. Sorry, my they said it was trying to reconnect here on my Facebook. It just shot back up. But, you know, it is, um, you know, we get a lot of that. Uh, you know, a lot of Christians have this, uh, uh, this attitude of uh, non-judgment. And, uh, you know, like I say, uh, to have a beer, there's no sin in that. To, you know, there, a lot of people are very upset and get angry about that. Uh, if you have a problem with alcohol, so you don't need to be drinking, not even one. If you have a, have a problem or an addiction to that, if you can stop at just one beer, nothing, you know, that's fine. It's the excess of that that creates the sin. It's the ramifications of that excess that makes it the sin. You know, gluttony is a sin. You know, you'll see a lot of fat preachers up there don't seem to hit on that issue, do they? But we got to be very careful in our Christian walk not to demonstrate a self-righteous attitude. Our self-righteousness is not going to get us into heaven. See, that's the problem that Paul was having here in Romans 10.10. 10. They thought their own abilities of obeying the law, their self-righteousness, was going to gain them entrance into heaven. Our works will not gain us into heaven. That legalistic attitude of short hair for men and dresses for women or uh, whatever it may be, it's not going to gain you entrance into heaven. You know, the, the attitude of you have to be baptized is not going to get you into heaven. It's only knowing Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior. And again, that's what Paul's getting at here. It's a, it's a matter of the heart is where we need to be at in regards to how we get into heaven. It's our faith in Jesus Christ, what his atoning work on the cross done for us. And because of that and our belief in that, we avoid God's wrath because we deserved hell. We deserved eternity. You know, I always like that. My, what my dad always says that, uh, uh, you know, Jesus paid a debt he did not owe because we had a debt we could not pay. And once you understand that and realize that and our faith and trust is placed in Christ, that our name's written in the Lamb Book of Life, there's nothing more to be added to that. There's nothing more you can do. That's why it, it is graced by faith. That is the only way we're getting into heaven, not by works, lest any man should boast. We cannot add to these things. But I get very upset and very angry at the self-righteous attitudes of those uh, that we see. I've had it uh, thrown on me many times. You know, it's, it's gotten discouraging as a pastor because if I put something out there that may be controversial, or I may put something out there that's just a joke to be funny, and, and, and I'm sitting there laughing, thinking it's no big deal, then all of a sudden, you are a pastor. You should be better than this. How dare you shed humor on Facebook? You know, I'm like, what is going on? You know, there's believe that you dare to share a quote from uh, Dr. Seuss. You know, I don't know. You know, it's just I'm like, what is going on? You know, uh, uh, to Christians when they get that kind of condemnation and rebuke from those who are supposedly brothers and sisters in Christ, and uh, so I've had it put on me big time. And if I've done it to other people, I, I don't recall doing that, but if I ever have, I, I'm involved in that. But it is, uh, but we've got to be careful about that. Don't think that your works, uh, your goodness is going to grant you entrance into heaven. I want people to really think about where they're at spiritually. You know, uh, you can have this high, mighty, superior attitude, but if your heart's not right with God, that's where you're in trouble. And we need to really take a hard look at ourselves because just like we were talking about at the very beginning of this and in my little rant in regards to how our nation is behaving itself, 
is that uh, you know we we have to understand that our time could be up any time, any moment, any second. You know, if we don't make it to the rapture, we're still going to face God one way or the other. And I hope people have really made a commitment to the Lord and all basing their uh, eternity on actions and self-righteousness. And that just as Paul's saying here in Romans 10, 10, that it's, it's a matter of the heart and that you have to have faith for, for Jesus Christ. And because I'm worried that people think because they attend church or they try to do good things or they're, they're hoping their works, uh, their goodness is going to attain them interest into heaven, it's not going to happen. And that's the sad part. There's going to be a lot of good people in hell. And uh, we're going to have to really take a hard look at our lives where we're at. Thanks God for his salvation. But as a result of that, had spared us his wrath upon us for those who were saved. You know, and it's, it's real easy, particularly non-Christians, to say when somebody died, oh, they're in heaven. If they don't know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, they are not. Well, you can't say that. There's a good good man. He took care of his family. He loved you. Well, that may be it. He may have been the greatest, one of the best men you could have ever known. But if he never gave his life over to Jesus Christ, then it doesn't matter. Same thing, ladies. It don't matter what a great mom you are, a great wife, great girlfriend, great whatever. If you haven't given your life over to Jesus Christ, you're not getting into heaven. So, you know, it is, and it's a hard walk, guys. It's difficult. It is tough as a Christian to uh, you know, to have that walk because we sin, we mess up, we beat ourselves up, we're under conviction. The devil wants to bring us down, he wants to separate us from the love of Christ. But that's why we got to pick ourselves up, keep pushing on, keep moving forward, and keep fighting. But uh, be careful about a self righteous attitude, be careful about looking your nose down at other people because that's one aspect in those verses about judging. Uh, don't look at the speck in your brother's eye when you got a plank in your own eye. Be sure you are. Uh, taking care of, uh, you know, it's like I was told growing up, don't worry about nobody but yourself. And sometimes, spiritually speaking, sometimes you need to take a hard look at yourself or you start going after somebody else about uh, what you think is right or wrong. So uh, beware of those self-righteous attitudes. Let's make sure we have the right heart for God and let us live uh, to serve Him and not to appease others. Let us pray. Now, Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Thank you so much for this wonderful day, your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to have a heart change. Let's have a heart for you. Let us be humble before you. And, Lord, let's rely on you, not on our own self-righteousness. Lord, if anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, uh, I just pray uh, continually for Wendy Lee's family and that you would give them comfort and peace in this difficult time. Lord, I do want to pray continue prayer for Ginger Hood, who's been uh, battling some sickness. Uh, Lord, I do want to pray uh, for uh, uh, Darlene Barker and uh, her daughters that are not feeling well. And uh, Lord, I pray that uh, uh, you'll be with uh, uh, so many that prayer requests concerns. Um, family members of mine who are dealing with COVID-related issues. Uh, uh, Lord, uh, somebody I've seen on Facebook who are battling COVID, I pray that you bring healing upon them. I pray that you be with all those watching and listening uh, this morning, that you lead God, watch over and protect them, and have a good, wonderful, blessed day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I just want to give you a quick reminder. Don't forget to join us again, or join me tonight again at 7 p.m. Uh, right here online and uh, to for our Wednesday evening uh, service, I'm going to sort of say devotion, service at 7 o'clock, and as we dive into God's Word and see where it may take us. So, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. For those of us on who are saved, we get to live on eternally in heaven, so just remember that. Y'all have a good day, and 
God bless. Thanks for watching.